Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. We've got me, Josh Johnson, and over there, my good buddy Ben Watts. How you doing, Ben? How's that? Uh, could, be, could be better. Dang. Getting us got, started on a really light note, aren't yeah. we? Got got screamed at at work today by a Russian woman. <laughs> that is a true story, by the way. You wish you were making that up. I, I wish I was. It was frightening. <laughs> what is what is getting I, screamed at by a Russian woman sound like? Exactly what you South think it Carolina. would sound like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just incredibly harsh. All of the racist rednecks like turn their head and like start staring. And like, I'm not going to lie to you, like, ever. I was, when I, you know, when I left work, I was worried to crank up my car just a little bit. Oh, no. I have like a, you know, I have like a, like a, you know, backstory for this. It's like a, cup, a couple. I have a backstory in my head that they're either like, you know, sleeper agents, but that's like a gimme. <laughs> that's like a sleeper agent family. Or why else like, would they be in Camden, South yeah, Carolina? Exactly. <laughs> or he's like a disgraced nuclear physicist who's on the run for the Russian government. Like he, they were doing some very morally, you know, just wrong experiments on people and building weapons of mass destruction, and he had to get out of the country, kind of thing. That one's and cooler, I think. I think so. Until you think about the fact that he stashed a little gift for you in your truck as you're going home. From yeah, work. I was. I was concerned. Well, it wasn't him. It was his wife who screamed at me. I mean, same difference. It's yeah. yeah. She's gonna go all, tell him, and then he's. You're gonna want to watch this door behind me and make sure no one comes through. Okay, like if they do, just scream. I'll get down. And so if if somebody comes through the door during the recording, I'm going to post it. Everybody's gonna know what happened. Oh yeah, and, they, uh, the, the people need to know. Okay, prepare we'll for go war. Viral. Parabellum, as they would say in John Wick. <laughs> Dude, are you excited for that? Dude, I am so stoked for that movie. Oh, oh man, we should go this weekend. Oh my God, is it com- is it going to be out this weekend? Yeah, it comes out this Friday. Yes, uh, we're doing that. Yeah, that we're going to see John Wick. Oh man, I was watching just clips from John Wick, like the one in in the first movie when he's just running through the hallways, murking people in his house. Oh yeah, that or was that the, the s- biggest. Like, I thought that was the second movie whoa. when um the Santino guy. Uh, hires him to kill his sister. Maybe it was the first. I don't, one. I don't remember. I don't remember. He All kills a lot like, of people. They it, it gets lost in the mit. <laughs> There's that whole montage in the third one where it's just 20 minutes of him shooting people, no dialogue, nothing. Dude, this new one is like two and a half hours long too. Like it's almost three hours. I think they said. Oh man! Like he's gonna kill the entire eastern seaboard. <laughs> like. Oh, There's going to be wait. no one left. Oh, that's going to be so good. Uh, well, so this yeah. is a football podcast. This is this is a fantasy football podcast in case We should in case open you didn't a nerd it. podcast. We totally should. And just talk about the the random nerd crap we know. <laughs> that's what this podcast is. We talk about the random nerd crap we Listen, know. Listen, I am a nerd of many varieties. <laughs> this is just like the predominant one, the one I focus on most. Yeah. But I like a lot of other stuff. Fair enough. Well, this one, it's some fantasy football nerdery, and uh, we're going to go through a, a a lot of free agency signings. Yeah, basically, we probably touched on some of them, but this is kind of our big encompassing 
what's happened so far, winners and losers kind of thing. Exactly. So mm-hmm. hopefully, I think by this point, there's only a couple, a uh, couple players that haven't signed that could Lamar, be relevant somewhere. It. Yeah, we, we do really something. Expected, we expected something for Lamar, but uh, that has yet to happen yet. We also expected Aaron Rodgers to be officially signed or I, traded, I didn't. whatever. I didn't. That, that one's taken He is going minute. to make this last as long as he possibly can. I don't even know if he's doing it at this point. It's him. It's got to be him. I think I think it's 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 like the a, a standoff cuz you got the Jets are looking at the Packers and they're like, "Listen. You know that I know that you know that I know that we're the only team that wants this guy." So, you know, this whole this talk of a first round pick, nobody's going to pay that. So the Jets are like, "Listen, We'll give you a couple Reese's cups and a few packing peanuts, and let's just get this deal done. And the uh, the Packers are like, no, <laughs> I, I want a gold bar. And the you Jets understand, are like, no. Packers, if you keep him, you have to deal with him. Yeah the the downside of the Packers keeping him is that they have they keep him. That's that's the downside. I would not do that if I were you. That is that is too much risk to keep him. <laughs> Just, just roll with an unproven fourth-year first-round quarterback that has not played a snap of meaningful football. Well, there was that one game, but you know what I mean. You see that Zach Wilson was, like, talking in his training camp or whatever they've been doing. Like, if they bring in a rookie, he's like, I'm going to make this guy's life hell or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, I think if they bring in Aaron Rodgers, like, Zach Wilson will have met his match because Aaron Rodgers is crazy. The, the funny part is they're, like, Tight, like best buds in real life. Who, Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson? Yeah, they are. Aaron Rodgers is like twice his age. I know, but they are buddies. Okay. Maybe Zach Wilson will become a better quarterback out of this. I doubt it, but it's possible. I sure hope so. Anyway, I want to hop into some of these signings. Why don't, how do we, we'll just hop into the running backs. We'll go position by position. And uh, hopefully at the end of it, We've got a very clear view about how some of these fantasy options, some, maybe how their situations are looking. How about that? Sure. Number one. <laughs> you sure you want to start with this? <laughs> I got Russian people on my mind. We got John Wick on the mind. You want to go here right now? Oh, man. Do we need any? Do we need to do some background information about this? Because this is what I have been looking forward to the most. I'm so I'm excited. Sure, you have for the meltdown that's about to happen on this podcast. <sighs> Let's just take just a moment here. David Montgomery signs with the Detroit Lions for uh what was it like three years 18 million dollars essentially two years 12 but it, it ends up being three years 18 <sighs> maybe one of the gangs of kid detroit will just kidnap him and that's just <laughs> the last time we ever see david montgomery what happened to david i don't know he took a wrong turn down a street and that was it oh man so there has been a lot of to-do about this signing, and for good reason. David Montgomery has been a fairly productive fantasy asset for the uh, for the Chicago Bears the past few years. But where this is really funny is there's like two sides of this. And I think I know which side of this you fall on. But 
there there's no in between here which i this is where i think it's really funny you've got the folks that are diehard deandre swift fans that believe that yeah you that believe that david montgomery makes no difference whatsoever that deandre swift i do not believe that <laughs> great so this I'm is not an idiot I'm, I'm i'm not an idiot i'm just pissed yeah so there's a lot of people out there that believe that david montgomery means nothing that it's no different than jamal williams and that uh swift is going to be good and the only reason he hasn't been good is because of injury which i think there's uh, some there, kernel of truth there's there. legit there, there you can believe that one that's probably true <clears throat> right and then there's the other side of it where people are like oh yeah deandre swift he's dead sell him for a mid-second round rookie pick and wash your hands of it those are called idiots <laughs> it's a so, very simple word for those people the post we put out today on instagram it said don't sell players at their bottom dollar ever that would apply to this situation yeah and you you put deandre swift in there and i was very happy because you we had had the conversation like what do you sell swift for and i <clears throat> What did I say? Like, I said I still probably need a mid-first or something like that. And you're like, I'm yeah. crazy. I'm like, well, that's, I mean, that's less than probably what his value would have been three weeks ago. So, you know, they bring yeah. in another running back. Does it cause a problem? Yeah, obviously. You bring in a good running back like David Montgomery. It causes a problem. But if you panic sell him now, like, that's that's just stupid. He's yeah. He is in a vacuum. He is a better player in my mind than David Montgomery, plain and simple. Injury history, yes, it is a big concern. I am well aware of that. But he is better than David Montgomery, like he was better than Jamal Williams. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a better player. Uh, But like where this is just interesting, and I'm very curious to see how it plays out, is there's a couple factors here that I just don't really know how much they, they play in. Because David Montgomery is like a very He's an average to above average player just about across the board. He's not bad at anything, but he's not great at anything. Um, But he also played behind a really, really terrible offensive line for basically every single snap that he played as a Bear. And he goes to the Lions, and they have a great offensive line, frankly. So I'm very curious to see how much of David Montgomery's perceived inefficiency was due to the fact he played behind a terrible line on a bad offense uh, versus... You know, like, is that all of a sudden going to not be a thing anymore now that he's in Detroit? And if it, if that is the case, he's more durable than Andre Swift. He can be a passing downs back. And I, I just wonder, like, how this workload sort of splits. I know Swift is better. He's more talented. He, he's a, um, he's much more of a home run threat. He's incredibly efficient for fantasy on a per touch basis. Uh, and that offense is going to be really good. But it's just kind of. Dave Montgomery, to me, is more of a problem because Jamal Williams was never going to do anything in the passing game. He was a low-ceiling player that just happened to score an ass-load of touchdowns. And uh, Dave Montgomery's not going to do that, but I think he could take more work across the board than what Jamal Williams could have done. Yeah, I and I, I do agree there. It's you know, Dave, Swift is better, but David Montgomery is also better than Jamal Williams was, and we've seen him catch passes, which is DeAndre Swift's bread and butter. I think there's, you know, obvious negatives. There are some positives, too, of, you know, I think, you know, a healthy offseason, plus going in, knowing that you have David Montgomery. I don't think they just abuse Swift, you know, as, as often as they did the first two games of last year. Because the first two games of last year, like, I was I was on a cloud. Like, he scored 
25 points both those games, and I'm like, okay, he's going to be the RB1. Like, he's great. Yeah. And then, obviously, the injury happened, so it will be more of a split going into it. So I think Swift will be a little bit more durable. And we still know his role, and I think his role in the offense, you know, his touches are going to come down, but the role is still valuable because he is going to be the pass catcher, I believe. Yes. So I'm not coming into this season with the delusions that he could be the RB1, which he has the talent for to be the RB1 overall. He won't be with the situation. However, I still think he'll be a lower floor, but still a good upside RB2, at least right now in my mind. Yeah, I think my final thought on this is um, Swift. Swift's overall t- like the the three down workload, the yeah, three gone. down workhorse role. I think that has vanished, disappeared, gone. Uh, he might get ten to fifteen touches a week, and it's just a matter of what he can do on that touch volume. Because I don't think I think the Lions signed David Montgomery knowing. The, that Swift is not going to be their bell cow ever. And they may not even re-sign him for that simple fact because you just, because of his skill set, and this is this is where I'm really curious. Again, if you'll turn back time a little bit, a few years ago, the then San Diego Chargers let go Melvin Gordon uh, and signed... Austin Eckler for $6 million a year. The Lions just signed David Montgomery for $6 million a year. Austin Eckler obviously took over the backfield, was a stud. And I'm real, I just, I have a sneaking feeling, maybe this is just like a real big doomsday scenario, but that the Lions have signed Montgomery and then they're not going to re sign Swift, let him test the market. And then if Swift leaves, they'll just be fine with David Montgomery as their running back and then draft somebody in like the third or fourth round and pay him nothing. And then they've got the running back room. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I was going to say, I do think this is probably the nail in the coffin for Swift's Lions career. I think, I don't think he resigns either. Um, which in my mind, honestly, could be a big plus for him. Uh, obviously not this year, but next year. Let him go and test the free agency market. Um, there will be some good, you know, backs on that market because obviously, maybe Jonathan Taylor will be an option. Um, you know, Cam Akers, those guys. But I think you know Taylor, he's done enough that Indy's probably going to resign him. They're going to keep him around. Um, you know, Cam Akers, you know, not worried there. Um, so Swift probably is the best back on that market, and you will have teams like said Chargers. Um, if they let Eckler walk, they don't bring in somebody this year. They will be interested in a running back. So, I mean, Swift is going – he's not going to just – he's not going to be dead in the right. water for fantasy. He's going to have value. Does his value take a hit from this? Yes. I am not uh, some psychopath. Like, I understand <laughs> this is a problem, but yeah. it's not the end of the world. Right. I, th- I think with him, you're just – if you've got shares, and we'll, we'll close you, the Swift book with this. If you've got DeAndre Swift shares, which I've got a couple, you've got a couple, you hang on. And if he pops off this year, I think you just sell him. If you can get a 24 first for him, hopefully it's a mid first, I think you sell him. I'd even, like, I know right now you don't want to sell him low. If you can get, like, a 108 or something for him in a 12-teamer, I'd be okay doing that just because the the cost 
that you can get for that pick. I mean, you can flip that pick or because of the way the running backs are, there's a lot of running backs that I think are going to end up being starters uh, that are coming out of this draft. There's a good five or six that I feel pretty convinced are going to be impactful in some form or fashion for fantasy football. So all that to say, don't sell Swift low, but if you do get something good, maybe consider it. And uh, David Montgomery, I don't know. He's probably not going to be super great for fantasy this year. But if Swift gets hurt, David Montgomery is going to be really, really good. So he might be a good stash, handcuff sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cowboys cut Ezekiel Elliott. He has not signed anywhere yet. Uh, but that leaves the Cowboys with Tony Pollard and a few good bargain basement guys. Yeah, this this needed to happen. I, I really didn't think they would. Like, I thought Jones is going to keep Zeke. Like, there's no way they let, he lets him go. And they did, which was the right thing for their team. They they needed to get off that contract. They they've made so many mistakes for their roster construction because of that contract. Like Dalton Schultz is not a cowboy because of the Zeke contract. Amari Cooper's not a cowboy because of the Zeke contract. Um Zeke being there has really hampered their ability to build a championship level team. Uh and frankly, even them paying Tony Pollard eleven million or whatever it was, like Tony Pollard's good, but I'm starting to believe, and this is not really a fantasy take. This is just a real-life roster construction take. If you want to be a really good team, pay your running backs nothing. And then just oh, load yeah. up on everything else. Because you can Look get... the Chiefs. Yeah, they paid Pacheco like $600,000. The and he was fine. The Philadelphia Eagles, we're going to talk about them in a moment. They're going to pay next year $3.5 million for their entire running back room that has Kenny... Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, and Rashad Penny. Yeah. That's that's the way to do it. There's a chance sure. they could take Bijan in the first, and you know, that'll change it, but that would that would up it a little bit. But still, it's don't pay the running backs. Anyways. Yeah, so they cut Zeke. I would imagine you are uh, of the opinion Zeke is kind of dead in the water. Yeah, I mean for I'm, fantasy. I'm not gonna pay you anything for him if he's on your roster. I mean, he he gets signed somewhere. I mean, where does he sign that's any any decent? I would say... I have no idea. Uh, say the Miami. Chargers keep Eckler and they sign Zeke to a cheap deal and just have him be the hammer at the goal line. Maybe. I don't... That's... I don't, I don't know. I'm just coming up with something off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, he's still a good player, I think. He just doesn't have juice. He's a good pass he has, blocker. Yeah, he has some value still. And I, I think it, around the goal line, he would be a good running back still. He's yeah. just he's not a workhorse anymore. Is that's no. behind him. And he doesn't really have the juice. It's gonna be like like Latavius Murray a couple of years ago. It's gonna be like that, but it'll be better. Essentially. Yeah. So if if he lands in an advantageous situation, it could be interesting. What about like Tony Denver? Get him until Javante comes back. Uh, that yeah. I mean, for a few weeks he might be pretty interesting because they got Samaj P. Ryan, who's obviously a pass yeah, catching I back. About that. He's pretty good. So, I mean, he wouldn't be on third down, but he might be because he, he can pass block. So they would keep him in there Burrow on third down. I would love that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Good for the good or bad for the Cow, Cowboys fantasy? Uh, I mean, it's good for Tony Pollard. Great for Tony Pollard. It, it clears Un- unless, things up. I've already said B. John once. I think if he doesn't go beforehand, if he's there, Jerry Jones is taking him. No questions. I would not be surprised. 
And yeah. Bijan would be very good. In da- I mean, oh, he'll be good be for him. just about everywhere, but I think he would be very good in Dallas. Tony Pollard fans would jump off of a bridge, but... They would. But they, they've been waiting for... Wouldn't it just be so poetic? Because they've been waiting for the, the season I've had Pollard for, Tony for Pollard. three years. Yeah, I've been stashing him on my bench just waiting for it. Now I get it, and nope, it never happened. There he goes. That would be so fun. I would love that. I've never had Tony Pollard, so I... Do not care. Yeah, I have, I have zero shares of Tony Pollard. I don't dislike Tony Pollard. I have no problems with him. No, he's fine. It's just really funny to watch people. Just super funny to watch people jump off bridges. Anyways, yeah. Rashad yeah. Penny signed to the Eagles. <laughs> uh, really great signing. Like really great signing here because they got him for like eight hundred grand or something, which cheap as dirt for. I think the talent, obviously the issue with him is health. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. He's a very good player. Uh, I will say that if we're going to assume health here, which I think we do because he's going to be going into the season healthy. If he stays healthy, he's going to run for 1,300 plus yards. Unsure, maybe. Just because of Jalen Hurts, I don't know. Miles Sanders got twelve fifty a year ago. Okay, well, yeah, then I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Rashad Penny's a really great rusher. I think he's a better rusher than Miles Sanders. That offensive line is coming back pretty much intact. They lost a swing guard, uh, Isaac Sayamalu or whatever his name was, but that you know, everybody's back. Um, the offense is going to be mostly intact, and I think Rashad Penny could be very, very good for fantasy. Again, assuming he stays healthy. Yep. For the first six weeks, it'll be great, and then you'll have a <laughs> he, life-threatening injury. And oh gosh, he's going to be a top eight running back the first six weeks of the season, and then after yep. that, all bets are off. Week five, dump him, dump him now. <laughs> Sell it for penny stocks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We mentioned this briefly, but the Chargers granted Austin Eckler permission to seek a trade about a week ago, which makes sense. He's getting paid $6 million a year. Um, he's he's very underpaid. He went on the Chris Long podcast. I don't know if you saw this or not, but he basically just went on this whole soapbox of like, I don't get paid enough money and I'm going to... Um, he It wasn't like... I'm going to put it to the Chargers. But he was basically like, I'm getting a new contract. And it was sort of, it was the kind of thing where it sort of looked like he wasn't going to play. Um, Excellent. If <laughs> You're such a big fan. Of, of Justin Herbert, I am. Which yeah. is why I am not a big fan of Austin <laughs> I got rid of my Eckler shares, so I'm in the clear on this one. I, I got out of that boat. Austin, you sit out. Chargers go draft a wide receiver in the first round, preferably Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh, Let geez. Justin Herbert win the MVP, throwing 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Yes, please. And Austin can sit on the sideline and cry. And they can just draft a fourth-round rookie running back, go get Zach Evans, and then he off, yeah, go get he's going to be good. Yeah, oh, yes. Sean Tucker great. would be great in that offense. Oh. <sighs> There's so many of those guys would be good in this offense. Kellen Moore, they take Sean Tucker would be great. Oh my 
gosh. This is the third time I've said if a team takes Bijan, they'll be good. We're gonna have, we're but gonna like, start doing but like, a drinking game. To be fair, game. like these are dream like destination landings for running back Dallas, Philadelphia, and the Chargers. Chargers would be good for everybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just anyone, a tight end, a receiver, any running back. I would I would be very upset again if Bijan went to the Chargers because he would likely do the same things that Austin Eckler did to Justin Herbert. Uh, like Bijan is a younger, possible. better version of of Austin Eckler. Pretty much, yeah. He's a better rusher, and um, he's a big version of Austin Eckler. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's pretty much better in every uh, in every sense. But it just would come down to the offense that he's in. Yeah. Miles Sanders signs with the Carolina Panthers. Yes. This one is very interesting. I would assume you're very excited about this. Yeah, only because I like I have all. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know I've got Miles Sanders on one of my, my main teams. And you know he crushed Josh's hopes two years ago in the playoffs. He did. In the year he scored no touchdowns, my boy pulled out 17 points in the playoffs. Shut Josh down. But, I mean, I've I've always been a, a relatively big fan. Not a big fan, but I like Miles Sanders. I think he's a good running back. I've always thought he was a good running back, and I thought he gets more hate than he deserves. I think this is a this is a big upgrade for him. Going to Carolina, um, Carolina doesn't have... First of all, he's a good running back. He's averaged yeah. five yards per carry for his career. He's going to a system uh, that Frank Reich has utilized very well, Jonathan Taylor. Not saying that he's as good as Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's amazing. But Jonathan Taylor averaged five yards a carry under Frank Reich. Um, uh, Frank Reich was there when you know it was Ryan Matthews in the char- with the Chargers. Ryan Matthews was really great there, um, and now he gets Miles Sanders on a team that really doesn't have another option. Donta Foreman, we'll talk about him later. He went to the Bears, so the only other player they really have is Chuba Hubbard, and he's fine. But obviously, he's not going. I don't think he challenges Miles Sanders at all. And Carolina doesn't have draft capital to replace him for two years. Like they traded their first and second round picks for the next two years to move up to um, number one. So the best. In a worst-case scenario, they draft a rookie in the third round to replace him, and that's worst-case scenario for Miles Sanders. Like, bring it on. Like, that's great. Yeah, he's really good. And um, if reports are to be believed, Frank Reich wants to use him as a three-down back. I think he can catch passes. He he did his rookie year in Philly, and then the last three years, he just hasn't for whatever reason. I think they just don't Jalen Hurts use him that really way. throw to the running back. Yeah, but even like with Carson Wentz there, they didn't throw to him. He had that one season where he had a few drops and everybody's like, oh, he can't catch anymore. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, okay. All right. That's fine. But I think he could still catch passes. Yeah, he'll be And fine. I would imagine with whatever quarterback that they take, if they take Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, it doesn't matter which. I think you're going to find that Miles Sanders will be a very good fantasy uh, running back I've got his floor at uh, 15 right now I, I agree I, I'm not I don't want to as much as I like him I don't want to put him as an RB1 yet but I think he's a high end RB2 right now low end RB1 I would agree just because there, there's so much variance with running backs right but now but the ceiling I, is I top 10 it. in my mind I think for sure and depending on how that offense looks like 
we'll get into a few more of these signings. The offense is not going to be terrible. That offensive line is pretty good. Um, yeah, barring injury, he's going to have a good season. I I I agree. I think he's going to be pretty good. He's probably going to be a guy that I draft a lot of this year because I think people are going to wait on him and probably not take him until like the fourth or fifth round. And if I can get Miles Sanders in the fourth, even the third, frankly, yeah, if I can like get late, Miles Sanders in the third, third round, I'm, I'm snatching him up every time. Yeah, because then I can just – I mean, if I want to go early tight end and just crush it there – if I want to take a couple of receivers and then go Miles Sanders, maybe Bijan is in the second round or something. Dude, if yeah. I can go and get Bijan and Miles Sanders draft like Justin Jefferson in the first round oh or gosh, Cooper Cup yeah. or something, you're, oh, God. You're, like, you're I'm going to crush it. So, yeah, there's a lot to like there for Miles Sanders. A lot to not like in Houston, though, because Devin Singletary <laughs> was signed by the Texans. Which is that's not very good for the Damian Pierce fans. I'm not gonna lie. It's not the it's not the worst thing that could happen, but it's not the worst. I will grant you that it is not the worst. But pretty much anything that happened was gonna be bad. And Devin Singletary is he's pretty much a three year older Damian Pierce. I think Pierce is probably a better runner. Um, I think Pierce is still the starter, but any any three down workload you were hoping for just went away. And yes. all the receiving, the receiving just got capped. And I think Singletary could, you know, vulture some touchdowns here and there too. So, you know, I I've probably I will not be drafting either one of them. Not a ton downgrade, but it is a downgrade. Yeah, I, I don't think either guy is going to be a fantasy staple for me this year. If you're starting, I'm probably going to be. Yeah, I think you're okay if you have to flex Damian Pierce. You're not panicking, but if you're playing Devin Singletary. In any, in any scenario, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, it, it, he's not going to be very good. Um, Damian Harris to Buffalo. We also mentioned it. The Bears signed Deonta signing. Foreman. Any thoughts about those two? Uh, I do not believe that the Damian Harris signing will have much impact for fantasy for him or James Cook. I think James Cook, and probably about the same. But I think Damian Harris is good overall for Buffalo because it's kind of what their offense needed. Because yeah. going into last year, they had three of the same player. Devin Singletary, uh, James Cook, and Naheem Hines, in my mind, are all the same guy. So they needed a guy who can pound around the goal line, get short yardage, and I think Damian Harris can do that very well. Yeah, he's he's going to probably be the thumper. I would imagine he gets a lot of red zone opportunities in that offense. Hopefully um, he does not hurt my boy Josh Allen's fantasy Fantasy right. rushing. You stay away saw, from that. I saw a stat that You just keep drives year, going. That's your job. Exactly. I saw a stat that Devin Singletary had 40 red zone touches, red zone carries. Wow. Last year. And Damian Harris, in his 15 touchdown season, had 41 red zone carries two years ago. So I just float that out there. Just kind of... Let that one marinate for a second. I don't know what it means. Hopefully it means nothing. I just want the offense as a whole to be better, but Josh Allen to level up. I, it could. It could help. I, yeah, I, this is just it, a Josh Allen fan speaking here. Fair enough. I mean, I don't think it really matters. Like he's gonna Yeah, be for fantasy, I don't same. think this, this means anything. Bear signed Deonta Foreman. This one to me is very interesting because I could see him 
kind of pushing Khalil Herbert to the side a little bit. I, I he was really good last year for the Panthers, like really, really good. Nobody watched that them play at all, but he was great. Take my word for it. He was awesome. I watched him on Thursday night one time when Marcus Mariota threw the interception on his back. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was really was good. Very sad. Oh man. Yeah, I I don't know. I, this one is very much like a. I don't want either one of them. I, you're not going to want one of these running backs anywho because Justin Fields, he's going to basically render any running back useless. It it, yeah. it, it won't matter. Um, it will just kind of be interesting to see which one of the two of those guys Justin's run the ball 20 times in a row. One of you has to do it now. Right. They literally schemed runs, like designed sweeps and tosses to Justin Fields. And he's really good at it, so... He was great. So, it'll be interesting. I, I'm i not very excited about it, but whatever. Uh, Jacoby Myers to the Raiders. Wide receivers are boring. We could speed run these, to be totally honest with you. He signed for a lot less money than I thought he would get. Uh, he's... I thought he was the best receiver in this class. Shows how, supposed to how be. just weak this class was. It was not great. Agents. Um... I don't imagine he's going to be very great for fantasy. It's a downgrade for him. The offense is probably going to be a slight downgrade. Devontae Adams is the alpha. Obviously, we'll talk about him in a second, but Darren Waller um, going to the Giants frees up some some market share. But Hunter Renfro is still there. Exactly. And Hunter Renfro and Jacoby Myers. Well, Jacoby Myers is more over the middle of the field, and Hunter Renfro is the short area targets. So I could see Myers doing more in the middle of the field, but the problem is also that Devontae Adams will do a lot in the middle of the field. So I don't know. And they're probably going to be built a lot around the run, too, with Josh Jacobs. I I would imagine so. Yep, boring. Moving on. <laughs> Adam Thielen gets a three-year deal to the Panthers. That's a, that's, a, that's a long deal for an old receiver like Thielen. He's 32. I thought he was older than that, but okay. He's still old. If you had to peg his uh, projected, like if you were to put a number on his totals, his yardage totals next year, oh, what would gosh. you set it at? Maybe 500 yards, five oh, touchdowns. I don't know. Jeez. You think that's high or low? Low. I would. I would give him more than that. I mean, he's going to be the one. I can't imagine they stay put with their receiver room the way it is, though. Like they got to go get somebody with like Thielen as your one, a thirty-three-year-old Adam Thielen, and then Terrence Marshall, who's had like what nine catches his whole career. Yeah. Shy Smith in the slot. Love Shy Smith from a Gamecocks, but still, he's not a. He's not I a could, great NFL receiver. I could see Adam Thielen leading the team in receiving yards and have 800 yards and like three touchdowns. Yeah, maybe. It'll He's be been a terrible for machine fantasy in his career, though. Yeah, He's just it, so good in the red zone. He 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 does get open in the red zone, and he might still have a little bit of the juice left. I don't know. We'll see. Buffalo signed a couple receivers. They got Trent Sherfield from Miami and uh, Deontay Hardy from the Saints. Everybody is going bananas over the Deontay Hardy signing because two years ago he was really good in yards per run. He had like 2.3 or something like that. Everybody was like, oh, my God, he's so good. Deontay Hardy is 
not a good player. He's going to be the fifth receiver on this team. It is Stephon Diggs and a whole bunch of gross. They signed these two guys, and I still think they desperately need a wide receiver. Like These, this, these yeah. two guys don't push the needle at all for me. I have seen one signing that I found was interesting, or, or draft pick. I've seen them mocked to take Quentin Johnston, and I have cooled a lot on Quentin Johnston. But I think landing spot matters, and I think Quentin Johnston is the type of talent that could play basically what they thought Gabe Davis that role would be, um, what they were hoping Gabe Davis would do. I, I think Quentin Johnston could do that. and it he could be, be the really Mike Williams good. role. Yeah, I think there's not a ton of places that I would be excited for Quentin Johnston to go for fantasy right now. Like, I'm just not super in on him. But if he were to go to Buffalo, I would be, I'd be willing to take a shot. But the rest of these guys, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, this, these, neither of these signings really do anything for me. Yeah. Final one, Patriots signed Juju Smith-Schuster for the pretty much the exact same contract that Jacoby Myers got from I the Raiders. I hope he sold Juju after his year with Kansas City. I've got one share of him, and I've been trying to sell him for three years, and nobody has bought him. Really, nobody's going to buy it now. <laughs> I have been trying for I like that's not even an exaggeration. I tried to sell him three years ago and I couldn't get any bites. It was the year after his bum year, after this sixteen hundred yard year. I thought you would sell him honestly when the Chiefs signed him. I tried. I couldn't get anything. Mm. And then he that's had nine hundred yards and like seven touchdowns, and I still couldn't sell him. I was like, good grief. Nobody wants Juju. People no, are just completely think, done with Juju. I, I think just people hate him. I think that's really what it is. He is kind oh, of well. just a goofball. <laughs> that's that's a great way to put it. Uh, quarterbacks, real fast. We're going to run through these. <laughs> this is not interesting. No. Uh, Baker Mayfield signed <laughs> by the Buccaneers. Um, my only note is it's an upgrade for Baker, but literally nobody else. No, it is. Yeah, I agree. He's probably going to be their starter unless they draft or trade up and get somebody. Like, Hendon Hooker would be the starter <laughs> over Baker Mayfield if they grabbed him. I don't know. Kyle I Trask like, still I feel might. like Hook, or Mayfield was starter with Hooker for a while. Dude, I don't think so. Like the first eight games? I mean, maybe like the first two. Until, like, the Bucks fans are ready to just kill Baker and they're like, all right, we have to switch. Until they're like, we have Chris Godwin. And Mike Evans, and you still suck. They're going to be getting Baker Mayfield death threats like, we need to switch before we get this kid hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Baker, gross. Um, Aaron Rodgers, we still know nothing. Nobody knows anything. Uh, Yeah, Aaron, I'll tell you what, at this point, I don't even care, dude. I just want this whole thing over with. We made that post about him going to the Jets like two weeks ago, and he still is still. We still don't know if he's going to the Jets. Uh, Colts signed Garner Minshew. This one's actually the only one on this list that I could find kind of interesting. I could also find it kind of interesting because unless they trade up for a quarterback, they're probably their best bet is likely going to be Anthony Richardson at quarterback. Will Levis maybe if they like him more. But I think regardless, both of those guys are a project. And I would imagine that Gardner Minshew would start over both of those players until I mean, they were developed. You tell me if I'm crazy, but I think Gardner Minshew is just as good as Matt Ryan was last year. A washed up Matt Ryan. Oh, dude. 
He's he's better than Matt Ryan. He's Maybe, not great. He might be he might be on par with Carson Wentz. I could see him being on par with Carson Wentz two years ago. Yeah, Carson Wentz two years ago though he was he was a box score quarterback because he his numbers at the end of the he year are like oh thirty touchdowns that's that's not bad, but then you look at the situational stuff and you're like this dude sucked when you really needed him to just not suck. Yeah, I just I need you not to throw a pick to end the game and you threw a pick to end the game. Right. Yeah, so Carter Minshew could be pretty interesting. I think in Superflex Leagues, he is worth a look. I think I stashed him in one of our Superflex Leagues. Um, just, you know, I think as a rainy day sort of insurance policy. And, uh, Desperation, he might actually, like 15 points, I'll take it. Like, something yeah, like he, that. he might actually turn out to be something. Maybe I could trade him for a pick. That would be really nice, but, but we'll see. Uh, final two here, Jacoby Brissett to the Commanders. Uh, I don't care. He's probably... Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders. He will presumably start for them this year. I would imagine even if they draft one of the rookies, I I don't see... Unless they trade up to like the top two or something, um, I, I don't see them starting a rookie over Jimmy Garoppolo. So he's probably their starter. He is, we've said it before, a slightly worse, much better looking version of Derek Carr. Yeah, he's, they upgraded in the looks department. They for sure. did, for sure. The for casinos, sure. the casinos in Vegas are going to be looking real good when Jimmy shows up. <laughs> uh, speaking of Vegas, Darren Waller got traded to the Giants for a third round pick. Good for Darren. Smash trade for the Giants. They need pass catchers. Darren Waller's a pretty darn good one. Uh, so it is Wandale Robinson off an ACL. It is. Um, Paris Campbell, it is Isaiah Hodgins, and it is Darren Waller catching passes and, from old Danny Dimes. And Saquon. And Kenny Galladay. Oh, I thought they cut him. Did they? I don't know. <laughs> I think they cut him. Oh, maybe they did. So maybe not Kenny Galladay. He's so far gone from public consciousness, I think we're the only show that still talks about him. Yeah. Same as Calvin Ridley. Though people may start to pick up with Calvin Ridley. They might. I just want to say we were in on Calvin Ridley this past year. We talked about him every week. We did. We also talked about Kenny Galladay about 500% more than anybody else. We talked about Kenny Galladay a lot. And and we're going to keep it going as long as we remember. Eventually he'll fade from even us. I really hope he signs somewhere just so that we can keep mentioning how there was that one time when he made like a million dollars every catch. Because of the Ravens. Wouldn't that be (laughs) a hoot? Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be funny? (laughs) Uh, Dalton Schultz to the Houston Texans. Yeah, I... Uh, I had this people is a, try to sell me Dalton Schultz across a couple leads, and I said no every time, and this really? is why. This is what I was afraid of. So, I think this is a better real-life move than it is a fantasy move. Um, it's going to be great for whichever quarterback that they draft to have Dalton Schultz there as a safety blanket because he's a really good uh, receiving tight end. The problem is... Houston's offense is probably going to be pretty pretty doo-doo flakes next year. And uh, they're going to have a rookie quarterback. They destroyed their best receiver. Yeah, they have, let's see, John Mechie, uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods is fine. Um, Dalton Schultz now. And Nico Collins. They're probably going to draft a receiver as well. I, they like, have to. You could get Jordan every, Addison in there. Every mock I see is like, they obviously they take a quarterback at two. And then they take a receiver at 
at 12 because they have to. I could I could totally see that. If they get Jackson Smith and Jigba, holy frick. Uh, if they get Jordan Go Madison. Stroud and Jigba, repair, or pair those two guys together. Ooh. That'd be great. That'd be nice. Uh, let's see here. We'll speed run these final ones. Mike Jasicki to the Patriots. Gross. Hayden yep. Hurst to the Panthers. Mildly interesting, but still gross. The Bears signed Robert Tunyon. Super duper gross, especially if you like Cole Komet. And John Smith traded to Atlanta, and it means what? Not much. Yeah. Last not time a lot. we saw John Smith, it was with Arthur, Arthur Smith. Uh, he scored eight touchdowns, which is interesting, but he was he scored eight touchdowns and was still the tight end 16 in PPR. Because he he caught positively no passes. They did yeah. not throw so, him at all. I, I I love Kyle Pitts. I don't think he's going to come in and really take anything away from him. No. No, if, if you still liked Kyle Pitts prior to this trade, you're going to still like Kyle Pitts after the trade. They're probably still going to run the ball 38 million times a game anyway. So what does it matter? Everything's now, meaningless. John, who may have a 30% target share this year, catch eight He passes. might. He might <laughs> catch eight balls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thus is the state of the Falcons. And they're probably going to take a corner in the draft, too, which is we just are, great. We are so content to be incredibly mediocre. Y'all going to draft like Christian Gonzalez, who's a great player, by the way, but he's a corner. You don't need a corner. You need a quarterback, a receiver, a running back, an offensive lineman. In the first round. You need a pass rusher. I was like so excited we were going to take a pass rusher. And like, A.J. Terrell, I'm like, no! Like screaming at my TV in the living room. <laughs> and he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's good, but we need... We, we, it was like two, three years ago. We desperately need a pass rusher, and guess what? We still desperately need a pass rusher. Remember when Vic Beasley was going to be the truth? And now he's in the XFL. Mm, nice. Gotta love it. That'll do it for this one. We'll, uh, I don't know if you have any parting thoughts before I just close this thing down, but... Uh, I, have, I have more DeAndre Swift rants and Atlanta Falcons rants, and I have rants on other things, too. I don't think y'all want to hear it, but... I'm I'm always down for a good rant. I've been looking at the door behind you this whole time. I think we're I think you're safe. I don't I haven't seen anybody walk in with an AK. Oh, I'm I'm still sleeping with the shotgun tonight. Yeah, better watch out the windows. You know, no Molotov cocktails, please. Oh gosh, (laughs) catch a fiery end because a a Russian woman. (laughs) The Russian woman screaming at me in the office. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to give her vodka but I didn't have any oh good lord oh it's fading fast we need to get out of here before it gets bad we'll see ya. Um, we're. I don't know when we'll see you again but uh, we will do something again this week sure just keep an eye out we'll see you bye peace <laughs>